Okay, well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a wonderful world of football shirts. I was going to say an episode, and then it just Did came you forget out. our name? You forgot our name, didn't you? No, I could never forget our wonderful football shirt podcast name. Ah, very good. <laughs> um, I am joined with the delightful Mark Stern. Say hello, please, Mark, to everybody. Hello to everybody, and hello to you, Richard. Hello, you all right? I'm all right, yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Quite a lot to get through today. We're packed. We're always packed. Well, we're not always packed. Sometimes we're padding. Yeah. But today we've got a lot of content. We do. Um, at some point today we will uh, play uh, my experience at the uh, classic uh, football shirts um, shirt exhibition that was mm-hmm. hosted last week at the Truman Brewery um and get your thoughts from it uh i'm excited for everybody to listen to it for those that didn't manage to go um but well, me included i you included i lived i really lived it through your inner monologues i really enjoyed it i'm excited for people to hear to hear the inner workings of richard critchlow's brain yes for those that are going to follow uh, I went around with my phone recording in a monologue. Well, it literally is just how my brain works. And if there's no one there to listen to it, are you a weirdo? Short answer, yes. <laughs> you got to do you, though. You got to do you. But um, we have seen quite a lot of shirts this week which have piqued our interest, some old, some new. So uh, I think we should start off with you, Mark. Yeah, kind of. Uh, first of all, I want to see you sent me something following on from um, last week's episode when you were talking about uh, horrible uh, number sets and name sets on the back of shirts. Mm. Something that will feature in uh, my little uh, half an hour thing. But tell me what this uh, uh, back of this Arsenal shirt is. Well, well <laughs> we were talking. Um, th- you know this person. Do you know that? Yeah. I know this person as well. So I wanted to get your thoughts first of all. And the reason why I sent this to you was what do you what, what are your thoughts on number names on the back but no numbers? It looks no, kind of no, jarring. No, 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 no. Shout out to our friend Jay. Uh, mm-hmm. who we used to play football with, who tweeted, I think it was his birthday recently, so happy birthday, um, who got the third Arsenal, the, the Arsenal third kit for his birthday, um, got his name on the back, or it was presented him with his name on the back, but no number. It looks kind of, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Neither have I. Obviously, we've all seen it the other way around with numbers, not names. Mm. And I'll tell you something else for true is that I find it also quite jarring when I see numbers and not names and Premier League shirts nowadays. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, that was it was quite. Yeah, it looked odd. As soon as you sent it, it kind of went. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, the next thing that got brought to my attention is something that I have also screenshotted and was going to send to you, which is the uh, Barcelona Champions League shirt that has been released. Yeah. What do you make of it? What is this trend of having... I just... Is is that a thing now that people have... That, that clubs have, like, Champions League-specific shirts? Am I... Well, so- obviously, Manchester United did it 
back in the 90s, didn't they? 99, but it went away. And yes, it's come back with a vengeance because I know at least PSG and now uh, Barca have their a Champions League specific shirt. Didn't mm. um, Dortmund have one as well? One of their fancy away shirts was Champions League specific only. Probably. Um, it's, yeah. So, well, this this shirt, a lot of people have said have said that they think it should have been the home shirt over that sort of weird one that we've talked about before. Yeah. Um, this one is really interesting. So it's blue and it looks almost pinky. It doesn't look like traditional Barcelona red. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and it's sort of That's like two two tone blue, dark and dark and lighter blue. Um, it's a bit wacky it's sort of shapey and it's got some sort of like cityscape with loads of like houses and stuff i presume that's supposed to be barcelona yeah i mean it's quite nice i suppose i so there's two or three things i don't like it but Mm. i do like it okay i don't like it as a barcelona shirt i said this on the previous one when we were talking about their home shirt for this season barcelona don't need to do that mm. they don't need to have a wacky design yeah they are stripes hoops or at best half and half shirts they don't need to have wacky designs yeah second of all i don't know what's going on with the color scheme that is not barcelona colors at all no i would get on board with it if it was a training top or a match day training you know warm-up top yeah which is actually it does look a lot like one of those ones that arsenal would wear and uh, finally, I do kind of like it. Yeah. So you started off by saying you don't like it and listed the reasons why you don't like it. And you finished by saying you sort of do like it. It's that kind of shirt, though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think absolutely it would. I, I, I have to say, I do like the kind of gold trim, as in the, the um, sponsor logo is in gold and the Nike tick is also in gold. I think that's that feels like it's quite a nice touch. It would be better, I think. I mean, I say this with all Nike shirts, that it would probably be better with the proper, like, retro-looking Nike logo. But as I say, I say that about all of them, so. Well, seeing as we're on the slight topic of gold, let's move swiftly on to uh, Newport County. Yes. who were featured before in our gimmick shirts. Yes. When they uh, spawned a... I think again, well, actually, a cup special, wasn't it? A bright it orange shirt sponsored by gold-looking chain, and it was made to look like the shirt had a gold-looking chain around it. Now, gold-looking chain, Wales's favourite rap band, are back with a vengeance with Newport County's new shirt. Um, I want to say it's their home shirt. I might, be, I might be wrong. I think I, it's probably their away shirt. I think I th- this. I'm. Um, I think they, and they wear orange, might, don't they? I think they wear black. But I, anyway, I'm I'm pretty sure it's either their second or third shirt. Right. So we're going to put a picture of this. Of course, we will. But um, what what this is, and that there is a little nod to gold looking chain on the hem of the shirt. There's a GLC written on it. I haven't sent you that picture, but I will, and I'll put it like in the photo. But am I right in thinking? that gold looking chain were big at a time when it was cool to wear the Burberry hats 
and have the Burberry jackets, which was that kind of brown tan with red and black stripey patterns on. So is that what this is, a homage to? I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I don't know that... I think cool is maybe subjective. Um, probably wasn't something that I would ever wear. No, I wouldn't have worn it. Uh, <laughs> um, however, I think you're right. It's definitely plays on the the sort of Burberry. I mean, they could. It is. It's essentially the Burberry print, right? It, it, that's what it is. It's interesting because it's probably not close enough that they could get sued for it, <laughs> but it's close enough that you make the connection. Yeah. But Absolutely. I was gonna, I was gonna send this to you because uh, I also saw it and just thought, how brilliant is that? <laughs> so here's a quick question, and we don't like to compare and uh, rate, but this one compared to the gold looking chain sponsored shirt, mm. uh, the bright orange one that we've spoken about before. Sorry, the goldy, more more gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Which one do you prefer? Uh. Probably the 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 original, the first one, the cup one. Oh wow! I literally just opened my book and turned to. There it. you go. Yeah, that's the one. I think this is. It's a bit too. It's sort of. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure how to describe it. It's sort of shit, but not shit. But I think the well, gold. I think the orange that, one. Doesn't that better. sum up? <laughs> doesn't shit, but not shit, sum up gold-looking chain. Yes, absolutely. Your mother's got a penis. Um, no. Don't say that. (laughs) That was one of their songs. I know it was. (laughs) Um, I think this is one of those ones that I like up close and might look quite good when you see them wearing it, especially because there's kind of like that kind of gold-looking short with it as well. Yeah. What colour would you call that base? Is it a tan? Uh, tan base it's not really gold is it no it's definitely not gold it's i mean is it brown to me it's brown okay that was more of a joke but yeah okay brown work brown works (laughs) does this signal the return of goldie looking chain are they coming back with music did they ever go away they probably did i mean i don't know i don't know modern stuff no we're old i did oh speaking of I was working last night for the opening of the uh, NFL season. Whoop, whoop. And what did I spot in the crowd? Nothing but an Ipswich Town shirt. No way. Absolutely. But wow. then it dawned on me. Ed Sheeran was performing at the concert a oh. concert for opening the... Uh... So I was like, jubilation. I was like, oh, quick, get a, get a, get a picture for Mark. And then I was too late. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's an like a Ipswich Town shirt. And I was like... Oh yeah, it's Ed Sheeran. Okay, oh, fair, fair enough. That's a shame. Oh wait, it was actually Ed Sheeran in the in, Ed, that was wearing Ed the shirt. Sheeran. No, 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 it wasn't. It was somebody else wearing it in the crowd oh. whilst Ed Sheeran was performing on stage. Oh, okay. Speaking of America, yes, America, America, and not speaking of American football, but of soccer. Yes. Um, my friend Reese, who is uh, a listener to the show, uh, contacted me this morning just to say. Have we spoken about the American away shirt or the USA away shirt? Mm. 
listeners who know a bit about football shirts, you too, Mark, you might Google it now, but you might recognise it as being a red and navy blue, just uh, mashup of stripiness. This year's USA shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah. Um, and my friend Reese uh, said that it's all over his Twitter feed at the moment because there's a guy who scored whose name I think is Jedi, which okay. also piques my attention. He yeah. scored and he plays for Fulham. He scored recently. So his Twitter feed of Fulham friends is like blowing up at the moment. And he said to me that it's a lot better seeing them play in it than it is in the press shots. Mm. And um, I do agree. I've got a video here. He sent me the video of the goal. And um, it does look quite jarring in press shots because of the contrast between the white background, the the bold colours and, frankly, the most oddest of shapes, yeah. shape positions. Mm. But, like, watching this video of them wearing it and scoring a goal in it is actually quite nice. Okay. Is the force with him? Oh, it must have been on that occasion because he scored. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Reese, for getting involved. Um, if anybody else has any ideas of shirts that you think look crap, but actually when you see people wearing it, it's quite nice, then get in touch. Mm. Mark, how can they get in contact with the show? We have a plethora of ways they can get in touch. Um uh, at shirts pod on twitter and on uh, instagram and our email address is wonderful football shirts at gmail.com i'm mark g stern and you are evil genius evil genius rich yes not to be confused with one of the new sponsors of wolverhampton wanderers which is the evil geniuses mm. evil gene evil geniuses the evil genies they are a sporting, e-sporting company or something like that. Oh, very good. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> right, Mark. Yes. A little bit more from us before we move on. I've got plenty of time yet. Um, you sent me something else, and it's not a player wearing a retro shirt. It's somebody else famous wearing a retro shirt. Although, would it have been retro at the time? I don't Question. think it would have been retro at the time. Uh, and I saw this on Twitter and I thought, this is one for you because we often talk about, you know, we've talked to, about celebrities wearing football shirts and, yeah, as you say, retro football shirts. This is, I'm guessing this is sort of like early years Michael Jackson. I mean, it's obviously Michael Jackson. I know that for a fact. But it's like early years Michael Jackson. And he's wearing... Uh, uh, I'm, I, I, I just saw this and screen grabbed it. I have no idea what the context is, but he's wearing a Nice shirt. Um, why, I don't know. Very nice. And that is the end of this week's podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd love to know what this, why. Maybe, yeah, I've got no idea. <coughs> Michael Jackson in the Nice shirt. Yeah, uh, neither do I. If anybody has any clue why, my, why Michael Jackson was wearing a Nice shirt, then please do get in contact or let us know by any means necessary because that would be nice. I did it again. He did it I? again. Oh, God. Oh, that's two. That's strike two. Okay. I won't do it anymore. 
I try. I'll try. Um, I'm going to just uh, really quickly talk about a shirt that I found, and um, I have no idea if it's new. I have no idea if it's old, but it's from uh, Guinea. Mm-hmm. Where's Guinea? Africa. Guinea is yeah. in Africa. Yeah. Thank God for that. Guinea is in Africa, and I'm guessing it's a country. I mean, I don't know. It's just a shirt. For me, it's just a shirt. It could be the country or it could be teams. I don't know how the African system works. However, the point that I've uh, picked this shirt is be- not because of the brand, which is a small brand called Sindio, hmm. but it's actually of the wonderful kind of cultural background of in uh, African clothing inspiring yeah. the shirt. Mm-hmm. Now, um, funnily enough, Mark, I am drawing to your attention. But one day I bought a shirt online and what I tried to buy was a um, a kind of a cowboy style shirt with uh, skulls and roses on this, you know, kind of on this elbow, shouldn't I elbow, I'm going to it on my shoulder, for God's sake, no. it's not an elbow. And, you know, kind of like in a denim style. What arrived was this. Huh. <laughs> So I got my money back and they told me to keep the shirt. Right. What you're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, is an African style shirt, which buttons halfway down, roll up sleeves. It's plain black and has gold detailing around the collar and around the uh, sleeve. And this is obviously not obviously traditional because it's probably not from Africa, but it's of the style of as is this shirt. And I love that idea. Yeah. It is. It's, it's great. It's it, it, as you say. It's sort of like it's traditional, or it seems traditional, or it's traditional print. There's another thing here that's going on that is on the same topic of what we've discussed over the last few weeks. Do you, uh, what was it? Two weeks ago, we had horses. Mm, oh well. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Last week we had lions. Lions. One good, one shit. Mm-hmm. This week we've got elephant, an elephant playing football. The guinea bear, yeah, an elephant playing football. It it does look like the elephant's doing a keepy uppy with his head and and yeah, it's, um, it's the trunk, trunk, yeah. yeah. The words are failing me today. Yeah, you 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 need to lie down, mate. Um, so it just makes me think. I got, I mean it's easy for us to kind of pick on all the kind of European shirts because we see them all the time mm. with, uh, you know, I picked that um, heart shirt a few weeks ago, the away shirt with commemorating the stadium. And we see like other clubs commemorating areas of specific, but not so much in the actual kind of dress of that culture. So I, I really like that as a yeah. shirt. Yeah. And I think one of the things is, is, this would probably go unnoticed when they're playing in it because the detailing is quite insignificant when you're far away. Mm. That it would just look nice up close, but then kind of, yeah, pale into insignificance insignificance when you're uh, further away, watching it on TV. Yeah. Cindio. Yeah, good on you, Cindio. <laughs> right, Mark, I am itching to uh, let people listen to uh, my little 
Uh, well, actually, do you know what? You've listened to it. Yes. I don't want. I don't want to introduce it because it feels like for me, it's a bit self-indulgent, mm-hmm. and also I'd probably blow smoke up my own ass. So why don't you tell everybody, the listeners, what I did this weekend, where I went? Yes, I would love to. So what we've got here is, uh, I guess it's sort of like a a guided tour for those that couldn't be at the Classic Football Shirts uh, Museum. What, what, what were they I calling mean, it? it? Like an exhibition? Shirts museum exhibition. It was a bit of both. It was. Yeah. So for those that couldn't be there, myself included, this is Richard Critchlow's guided tour going from the weird, wacky and wonderful in football shirt history. Enjoy. (laughs) Okay, well, I am here at uh, the old Truman Brewery. Well, first of all, I'm here back in London. I haven't been here since left which was a month ago god this is boring i'm here at the old truman brewery i can already see a couple of football shirts on stands i'm gonna go inside let's go and have a look okay well i've just come in and uh i have bought a program five pounds and it's chunky so it's got a lot of information in there and the guy at the desk who welcomed me and said make sure you go over there and see this bit first most people forget it there is a Maradona shirt from when he was playing in Barcelona. So uh, let's go and have a look at that then, shall we? So I can already see that this uh, collection of shirts are going to be a mix of player issue slash worn shirts and then uh, fan slash replica shirts. Uh, and the Maradona one is quite interesting, not necessarily because it's a good shirt it's a barcelona shirt but it's worn by maradona that's pretty cool isn't it um but my eyes get drawn straight away to one shirt we've talked about on the podcast before which is a uh, manchester united champions league 1999 shirt and it looks huge let's go have a look at it so yeah i'm looking at this shirt um and it's uh well it was worn by david beckham versus bronby uh, David Beckham, of course, was featured on our podcast recently, as was this Manchester United shirt. And I mean, I talked about it on the show about how like that little intricate designs within the shirt. Uh, and it's only when you get really up close, can you see it properly? But I'm really kind of took back by how big the shirt looks. But I don't ever remember David Beckham being a type of player who wore baggy, overly fitting shirts. Okay, and right underneath that, or next to it, is a 95-96 Borussia Dortmund home strip, or shirt, sorry. Uh, It's the fluorescent yellow, one that they wore in the Champions League. And I put on the podcast a while ago when we talked about shirts as to why is this such a popular shirt. And it's only until I've got up close to it and can see it do I get it. There is some level of detailing within the shirt that you never get to see when you see it uh, as far away as we do on, say, a picture of a player wearing it or of it 
on a printed piece of paper. Um, yeah, there's some wonderfully intricate designs. I'll post a picture so you can all see it too, but it looks phenomenal. A little bit further down the line, and I can see a Fiorentina Nintendo Mario training top, which I'm pretty sure I talked about on the show last week. <laughs> it looks so silly. Walking along the line, and I am drawn straight away to a section which I'm a big fan of. It's 90s goalkeeper shirts, and whilst there are many Umbro Adidas patterns <clears throat> that I can see, you are drawn straight away to the 1992-93 Denmark goalkeeper shirt worn by Peter Schmeichel. And again, it's one of those ones that if you to look at it from afar... No, do you know what? I take that back. It it just looks phenomenal. And it's quite awe-inspiring because of how iconic that goalkeeper shirt is. Oh, yeah, we like that one. All right, well, this is fascinating because the next bit here we've got is called Future Grails. So, and by the look of it, these are all football shirts which are relatively recent and are, I guess, what they're going to think of as being sought after shirts um but the ones i can see and the ones i really care about looking at are the red star paris shirt and i'm looking at this and we talked about it on the show where they've got this detailed uh description of paris and wow again like going back to the other shirt the Borussia dortmund shirt the detail in this is incredible oh i wish i'd bought that when i had the chance Okay, so right next to this um, Paris, Red Star Paris uh, shirt, it's the pink one, by the way, they've got uh, a shirt that I really like the look of before, and we have talked about briefly on the show. It is the Borussia Dortmund, um, I think it was their fourth shirt, which was the special edition black with the fluorescent green sleeves. Um, and... I quite liked the look of it beforehand when you could just think it was a black shirt with this green print or green sleeve, sorry. But now that I can see the detail in the black shirt, it's within the stitching and it looks like there's like players celebrating. Um, the only, I mean, I'll, I'll post a picture as well if I can get a good one. But if you think about, was it... Um, Holland in like 96 when they had a, an image of a player scoring a goal or celebrating it like this it's like that but lots of little versions of player scoring and it's incredibly detailed considering how small it is and how it's working oh wow I absolutely love this one. Oh, and finally we've got uh Club America shirt got that one um, on we go to the next section. Ooh, we've got the How It Started versus How It's Going uh, collection. This is actually quite cool because we've talked recently on the show, actually more than recently on the show, about how clubs are throwing it back to previous releases of shirts. And they've got examples here of Real Betis. Um, what year is this one? It is... 95 to 97 away shirt compared to their 
2020-21 fourth shirt. But they've got the Arsenal 95-96 with their current away shirt. Sorry, third shirt. The new United away shirt with the 1992 away. And even ones that I didn't really think were throwbacks. So there's a Roma shirt, which is navy blue. And what year is that? That's from 91-92, which is very similar to the 2019-2020 shirt, which, again, we've talked about on the show before. Um, yeah, I quite like this section because it actually shows me more teams have done throwbacky references than I thought before. Oh, this is uh, exciting. We've got a collection of one-offs. So shirts that have only been worn once. And one of the first ones you see is a 92-93 Blackburn home shirt. Um... Was it McEwen's Lager? I think they are normally sponsored by, but this one is Cause Extra Gold. Um, let me have. Now, do you know what? I will not bother looking up why, but uh, maybe I will later when I have a look through this program. But then I will. Oh, hello. I've got things like a nineteen eight nineteen ninety. Well, I don't know what year it is. It's an Arsenal third shirt, and. I've never seen it before, but it's all navy blue. JVC, Nike Tick, and it's a Champions League shirt that they wore against Longs. Oh, and then of this... Ooh. You know when you look at things and it's all normal, but something's just not quite right? This one here is a 1998-99 Fiorentina third shirt, and it looks just like you would expect a normal Fiorentina shirt to look. Made by Fila, it's got the logo, got Nintendo as a sponsor, but it's red. I wonder if Mark knows about that Arsenal shirt. Um, the next bit here is Twinned by Design, which is again quite cool because they've got shirts that we know and love, and then copies of it, or you know, as it is with all these template shirts, someone else had it and Whilst we've got ones that you kind of expect to see, like some kind of like banana shirt, bruised banana shirt, sorry, style, with different teams and different teams having uh, like an, uh, that Germany 1988-1990 style zigzaggy thing across the shirt. What I didn't expect to see, and this is really weird, is how Crystal Palace and Bayern Munich have exactly the same shirts between the years of 96 and 97. All right, this next section is um, all about brands and obviously the different styles of different templates that uh, um, football manufacturers have come up with, kit manufacturers have come up with over the time. And I've already gone through it because it was there and I just started looking at it and I've kind of come back to it to talk about it. And... I will just say that I've spent most of the time staring at the 1988 Holland home shirt. And this is really weird. I, it's beautiful. I can't believe it. Like, I know that everybody who has this shirt talks about how amazing it is. And people talk about how much they want it and how much they think it's lovely. But I'm going to be honest and say... I've always thought it's okay, but I've never really seen the appeal. 
I've always thought, oh, it's just a football shirt with that kind of classic 80s Adidas design. But now I'm looking at it, I can see it in person. I can see the level of detail that goes into that bright orange that kind of fades away to white in each little triangular chevron. It's, oh, it's wonderful. What's even more bizarre is they've got other versions of it. There's a Germany away one here, USA, Morocco, it's yeah, Borussia Dortmund. But none of them compared to this Holland shirt. I don't know what it is about this this orange colour, the the black of the black of the Adidas logo and the badge that just make it really pop and be really poignant and stand out. It's uh <sighs> Well, I really, really, really like it. Right now they've got the uh, Nike section, or Nike, depends on how you want to call it. And the designs are okay. They're all a bit... Do you know what? I feel like, and I, I probably am wrong here, but Adidas had a lot more templates in the early days with three stripes going across the shoulder, you know, that kind of bruised banana pattern, whereas the Nike shirts just all seem to be a bit more... Well, actually, they look a bit out there and wacky. You know, like uh, the Borussia Dortmund one from 1991 with black bits coming into the chest and Nigeria shirts from 1994, uh, a PSG shirt from 92, 93. It isn't until later on did they start having templates. But I'm walking slightly to the end and I can see a shirt that we've discussed on the podcast, which is the Tottenham away kit. And I have to say, once again, seeing it in person, the brightness of that yellow really pops. And ooh, I'm a big fan. I said it before and I'll say it again. It looks lovely. In comparison, I've seen this last season's PSG fourth shirt, which is kind of a pink and purple, meshy, mashy. And it doesn't bowl me over as much as I thought it might. Um, I turn our attention now to uh, Admiral as a brand, and that's something that we've talked about before. Um, when I was, well, God, a long time ago, there's that Admiral documentary about shirts and how they kind of like ruled the world for a small period of time. And there's this 1976 whale shirt, which everyone goes on about with this kind of like two tram lines going down the side and what's fascinating about this one compared to a belgian one of very similar is that the the lines on the whale shirt is all stitched in but the belgian ones all of a sudden are made within the shirt so i guess that's the difference between was it 76 and 82 that's maths six years difference wow but there's well, the famous england shirt and uh there's mud all over it so <laughs> Obviously, a player-worn shirt. <laughs> so, moving on now to tournaments. And the first shirt I see here is a 1970 Brazil shirt. And this was a sample... Apparently, this is a sample that was prepared for Pele. But if you want to talk about classic shirts... And right next to it, you've got, like, a Germany shirt from 1974. And exactly the same. Like, we're talking about two massively iconic football shirts that you would just recognize instantaneously and I mean it's funny because 
you look at them, there's nothing special about them. But even though there's nothing special about them, they are incredibly special. Right, here's something I was looking forward to, is the World Cup 1994. So first of all, the first one I see is the USA away shirt. We all know what this one is. It's one that looks like it's denim. And this was a match-issued shirt to Kobe Jones. And I'm looking at it. Obviously, I'm not going to touch it. But it looks almost as thick as denim. It looks incredibly heavy. I can't imagine it was ever that practical to wear. I would be really fascinated to hear from somebody who maybe has it and whether it was as heavy as it looks. And right next to it, you've got the Germany shirts from 94. Now, we all know what design and what pattern that is. It's the uh, squared pattern. I think Mark and I maybe thought of as an eagle kind of style. But, again, going back to some of the other shirts I've said already, the amount of detailing in the shirt itself is quite amazing. I didn't... If you, do, if you don't own this shirt or you've never seen it up close, you'd never see the pattern that would, that's within it. And there's loads of little Germany uh, football um, logos, like Germany FA logos in the shirt. It's incredible. Right, well, they moved along a bit and it's now World Cup 2002 and they've got the South Korea home shirt. And again, it's only until you see it in person I didn't realise it was so pink, but I think it's wicked. And you can straight away see on the side panelling, there's it's more of a mesh material with an undershirt. And it does remind me that, I, I guess this could have actually been the kind of foresight of, um, what would you call it, an undershirt. Because I always remember when players change their shirts at the end of the game, they always struggle to take off the shirt because there was a shirt in underneath and maybe that was designed to keep you cool whilst you're playing. The Brazilian one has exactly the same as well, which is a one that was worn by Cafu. Oh, and the South Korean one was worn by Park Ji Sung in the semi-final. Oh, and then we've got the Cameroon home shirt, which is one I think we've talked about before. Maybe not. It's a vest. And it got banned because you're not allowed to wear vests. So they had black sleeves underneath. So now we've got a collection of like England shirts at tournaments. And it's nice to see your 96 shirts and shorts and memorabilia. That's kind of cool. But again, this is really weird. My attention's been drawn to the England home shirt from France 98. And I can see the tag. And the tag says extra large. And this shirt has number 20 on it, which means it was for Michael Owen. Now, Michael Owen was not an extra large. I'm trying to remember, did that shirt swamp him? Was he wearing an extra large? I mean, he probably could have been wearing a medium and it probably still swamped him. But yeah, that's, again, kind of going back to what I said before about how players are wearing crazy sizes. Hmm. Huh. Now looking at Champions League shirts and funnily enough we've come across another Manchester United 98-99 and this one actually is worn by Andy Cole in the final 
And again, it's, it's coming up as extra large. I, don't <laughs> I need to stop talking about this. I'm fascinated by the sizes. Okay, well, here's the next bit, which is uh, looks quite fun. This is, well, it's called UEFA regulation. So I reckon there's two kits that are almost identical, but there's something different about it. And I've got to spot what it is. So we've got two Manchester United shirts here. One that's been worn in the Premier League um, by Lee Sharp. And then one worn in the Champions League by Nicky Butt. And I can't tell the difference, but maybe the um, maybe the programme does. Hold on a minute, let's have a look. <laughs> okay, so I've just looked it up. This is the Man United shirt from 94-95. Um, for those that know it, it's the one that's got kind of the picture of Old Trafford in the background. And apparently the Umbro logo, I can see it now, the Umbro logo has been removed from a picture in the stand on the Old Trafford graphic. Because I guess that was against UEFA regulations. It is the same with this Barcelona away shirt. Well, it's not the same at all, but uh, it's a Barcelona away shirt that's kind of turquoise in weird blocks and the extra Kappa and Barcelona logos have been removed from the sleeves and the material. I'm guessing because you're not allowed to have it written a few times over. Okay, what's the difference in this one? This is a Liverpool kit from 2000, 2001. And, oh, I can see. It's the size of the sponsor is different. Maybe UEFA don't like really large alcohol sponsors. Sounds ridiculous to me, but it makes for a bit more fun. Okay, so I've got the uh, program open here because I've got to look at these. We've got a Rangers and a Newcastle shirt here that have Centre Parks sponsors on them. Obviously... Newcastle in 96-97 were probably sponsored by Newcastle Brown Ale, Rangers by McEwen's Lager. Now I know that... Oh, I don't need to know, let's read it. Okay, so... A ban on alcohol sponsors in France. Well, there you go. And then here we've got AC Milan with Corsa. Oh, and this goes by what... Uh, Mark talked about it before about how teams weren't allowed to have the same sponsor. So when they played PSG, one side was allowed to wear the Opal sponsor and then someone else had Corsa. How utterly ridiculous. So I've just walked through the Spanish Italian football shirt collection and it's just got your classic shirts, which I don't really need to talk about. But we've got to the French section, and whilst, again, you've got your standard Olympic Marseilles and Lyon and PSG, I'm currently looking at 97-98 Monaco shirt. It's got Thierry Henry on the back, which is great. Mark will love this. But what is fascinating is, as I'm looking at it, the number 12 and the name Henri do not match up. So it looks like it says Henri 1-2. Rather than 12. This is bizarre. I'll take a picture of that. Ah, well, here's a relevant one. Um, this is a 
well that's gold and it's got number 28 and Ronaldo on the back um just having a look this was won by Cristiano Ronaldo versus Manchester United in a friendly and I think if I'm not mistaken this was the game that he played when Manchester United first saw him and said they wanted to buy him I guess that's quite relevant because he's now gone back there yeah we're nearly nearly there at the end now and first of all we've got this massive wall and it's called the getting notice wall and well to put it clean plainly it's a load of shirts which are very bizarre very wacky and designed to get our attention um the first lot are all the kind of shirts from the 90s and needless to say they're all very 90s -y. they look colorful bizarre wacky oh and we've got one of my favorites the deportivo wanker team who i think i've spoken about before if not i should because you know that's a great name next to it and underneath it they've got the cameroon one piece now i know i've already mentioned they've got the uh the vest shirt which got banned but then in 2004 they had this one that was all built in one and they've got zips on the sleeves and what looks like slashes where ribs would be probably for ventilation it's not nice it is not nice moving swiftly along oh we have got some food including loja cd which we've spoken about before and when you see this shirt, it's the prawn shirt, the one we've seen before when Mark talked about it. And when you look at it, it is still as disgusting as it was when we spoke about it a few months ago. Slightly better, we've got another team that have got a ham made of Iberico ham. It looks like or serrano ham well it's ham anyway some kind of spanish ham and another one that's literally called the broccoli shirt and it looks like broccoli ah. oh we've also got the palencia one where they're wearing well the skin um there's all oh, the heck sausages i don't think i've ever spoke about this one but heck sausages it looks like a goalkeeper shirt it's pretty much just sausages and mash with peas hmm. a little bit further down the line we've got the ferro de general pico goalkeeper shirt which we spoke about before with homer simpson as a meme disappearing in the bushes now this one is really fascinating and I actually quite like this one. And so I'm just going to try and have a look in my um, program to see if they've got any notes on it. It is the 2019-2020 Alab Alabriges de o Oaxaca. Yeah, it's not that. I don't know how to say that word. Is there a way shirt? It is... A mosaic pattern um okay here we go look it is mexican folk art sculptures of mythical creatures 
that are popular in that region. The design also incorporates a mosaic pattern in a reference to the nearby Mitla ruins. I've got to put a picture of this up because it's very nice. I have no idea if these recordings are going to be any good or any use, hopefully. Um, kind of at the end now, but in the middle of the first room, uh, there is the Shirts of the Year. So we're going to have a quick look around the Shirts of the Year, starting with 2006, I think, was their first one. Hold on. Yes, and it's a Paris Saint-Germain shirt that, um, oh, it's a homage to Louis Vuitton with monograms including the Eiffel Tower. It's burgundy. It's okay. Oy, 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 oy. We've got 2007 FC Copenhagen special edition kit made by Kappa. It is black and has gold Copenhagen badges on it. I don't know why that's in there. Right, next, 2008 is Barcelona's Away Kit, which is just kind of a really bright yellow with a stripe down the side. I don't know, that's rub and this one's not very good either. Right, here we go, 2011, France Away Kit. Spoke a bit on the podcast before. Hoops. Looks like a sailor shirt. What's that um, brand of perfume? Jean-Paul Gaultier. There you go. Right, here we go again. 2014 Inter Milan home shirt. This shirt, instead of being the normal kind of blue and black stripes, well, it is blue and black stripes, but looking at it, it is black, but with thin blue pinstripes. And I have to say, I didn't really know this shirt existed because my knowledge of kind of Italian football shirts during this era is not great, but it's very, very nice. I'm skipping through some of these because, well, I don't really know what to say about them. We go to 2018 Nigeria home shirt. We all know that one from the World Cup. Uh, sold out, didn't it? Like straight away. But then we've got this one, which I have to talk about. 2019 Italy's third kit. Again, the picture that you might see on the internet when you try and buy it online is doesn't do it justice. I am looking at this, I'm staring at it like it is a work of art. The The detail that goes into this is incredible. I'm staring really close at it and there are these little dots of red on the artwork within the shirt. It's It looks quite Renaissance-esque and like luxury patterns. Um, I, I mean, again, it's got a gold Italia badge, gold Puma, navy blue cuffs and collar. But it's just the detail, the level of detail is phenomenal. Then the, the last one, 2021, is the new Venezia home shirt which I think I've got a record on saying I don't like it. I much prefer some of the previous Nike ones, but other people seem to like it. So, yeah, don't agree with that, but fair enough.
Oh, that was. Uh... <laughs> I'm I'm really awestruck by it. Kind of, we're gonna go to the shop and have a little look in the shop, see what there is, and then uh, I'm I'm gonna give my law. I think I'll give a little debrief. All right. Well, I couldn't resist. I've bought a shirt. Uh, I'm gonna keep it a secret and hopefully reveal it to Mark on the podcast. If I'm lucky, uh, I'll probably get too excited and share a picture or video with you all by accident anyway. Um, I've also bought a pair, not a pair, I've bought a set of playing cards, 90s football shirts, or uh, playing cards, that's going to be fun to have a look at too. And yeah, I'm just about to leave, so all in all, I would say that this exhibition has been phenomenal. I have learned so much about football shirts that I didn't know, particularly about shirts that I didn't really appreciate that much. I've said already, I stood and looked at that Holland 1988 shirt for a good two or three minutes because of how beautiful it really looks in person. Um, the level of detail that goes into some of the, making some of these shirts, like the Italy one that I've was in the shirt of the year, the Borussia Dortmund fourth shirt with the players in the shirt is just incredible. But what I've also noticed, I've <laughs> spoke about, is just the size differences in some of these shirts. Like there was one, I think it was a Perlo shirt from like a few years ago. And it looked tiny. Now, I know he's not a small man, but he's it looked like extra, extra small. And compare that to 98, Michael Owen wearing an extra large Umbro shirt. Probably that did swamp him, but then the Manchester United one. And David Beckham doesn't really picture me of him wearing extra large shirts. And then some of these shirts have got really long bodies. Maybe so they can tuck them in, I don't know. But I found it absolutely fascinating, like being up close to some player-worn shirts just to see the difference in quality. Like um, they had the vapor knit England home and away shirts from the current batch. And the detailing on the, the vapor knit material is lovely to see. Okay, well, there we go. Um, that's it. <laughs> Awkward, <laughs> cheesy smile. Um, oh, I mean, I went through quite a lot there and I broke down a lot of the things that appeal to me. There are two things first. Three things, first of all, is to show you really quickly what I bought. That's oh, yes. important. First of all, we have the classic football shirts, playing cards from the Amazing. 90s. Now, this is wonderful because we've got yes. different football shirts. Excellent. And what is quite cool is trying to guess what team that is. Yeah. That's and some of them, cool. some of them are really good. I have a feeling that I'll probably want to play cards just to get them out. Yeah. Um, there are lots of shirts on sale. Lots of shirts on sale. at the, One of them is uh, the Real Betis 
home and away and third shirt, I think. Uh, the Heck B-Dale sausage and mash shirt, oh, which yeah. I was really keen on buying. But um, I did make a purchase, big purchase, okay. which uh, with the help of my uh, good friend Luke Barrett for my birthday, uh, which is coming up, uh, I bought... You ready for drum roll, please? Yes. Brrr. Oh, hello. He oh, went for it. Look at that. He's got. We've got a new fan over here. For the benefit of those who can't see, Richard is holding up the Ford Madison painty drip kit drippy kit from this year from last year this year uh, this no. i mean i don't know Amer i don't know american seasons they might still be ongoing might be last season anyway the point is is yes even though i have to be honest there are a few reasons why i bought this shirt one we had a conversation about it a few weeks ago about how teams are trying to be edgy and coming up with cool kits yeah and I do agree that I have no, you know, I'm going to follow them a little bit anyway, and I would have because they're cool. The quality of the shirt isn't all that. We've discussed mm -hmm. that already. The badge is um, kind of in, in the shirt. It's not like yeah. ironed on. But at the same time, it's very, it's a very cool color. When you see it up close, which is what most of the exhibition the most the thing i got most from the exhibition is getting up close to these shirts and yeah. so and then going into the um the section which was like the new grail bit and yeah. realizing that i already owned one of the shirts and i wanted to buy a second shirt which was the uh, Borussia dortmund kind of like retro champions league style shirt yeah and yeah. i saw this one i thought rich you'll be an idiot and you will regret it yeah so I said to myself, okay, let's go get it. And yeah. I tried it on and it was like, oh, it's banging. So um, I did wear my uh, T-shirt, my wonderful football, wonderful World of Football Shirts podcast T-shirt there. Oh, you did? Nice. So uh, hopefully, I mean, no one noticed, but yeah. <laughs> I think just coming back to the shirt, I think we always knew, and you're right, we did say before that, we thought that the quality probably wouldn't be amazing. Um, but I think that's like the beauty of it. Like, you know, you, you go and you see things up close and personal and that's what I really missed. I got that from what you were, what you were saying, like actually just being near the shirts and being able to see the little details. And like, you know, you talked about the details on the Borussia Dortmund shirt, the one, I think the one that I've got, or the, what I've maybe got the season before and the season after, um, you know, the details on the Arsenal Lightning kit that you don't see when you're there, when, unless you've got the thing in your hand or you're really close to it, you just don't see it. Um, yeah. And obviously that's kind of, you know, you, you know, with, with the Ford Madison kit that you saw that and you were like, Do you know what? F it. I yeah. want it. Exactly. What um, size did you go for? Large nice and it fits nicely um when i went around one of the guys walking around or there were a couple of the people that kept on asking what's your favorite shirt what's your favorite shirt mm. so far and it was so hard to kind of really tell or guess you know or say or not guess but say because for a couple of different reasons different ones had different things that stood out and i think you might have get it from the 
listening to me talking about it, that Holland 88 shirt yeah. absolutely blew me away. And I even now I think about it in such a kind of fascinating way because in 1988, that shirt is like the detail that goes into it is mm. phenomenal. And it's, again, you know, you look at pictures of these things and I've said it again, and I'll say it again, again, and again, and again. You look at these pictures, and you're like, okay, I get it. It's a nice shirt. I get the pattern. I see it repeated yeah. every 10 years. But then when you get up close, and you realize they're all little tiny dots, and the yeah. person who designed that must be absolutely minted. Yeah. Yeah, and I, 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 I know what you mean. And, you know, going, going back to the, the Dortmund shirt, for example, you know, you look at it from afar and it's just a plain yellow and then you get close to it and you shine a little light on it and it's got the sort of ref almost like reflective yeah. bvb bvb yeah it's i think I, I i got that especially when you were talking about the holland shirt though that like it was almost like your voice sort of changed a bit and you were like wow like that's actually like really beautiful and like you know i can't remember you said something really funny but i can't remember exactly what it was but neither can i um and the other one that i really did enjoy is one that i have just mentioned is the borussia dortmund fourth shirt from last season which i have mentioned quickly already that's in the kind of future grail section yeah and again i just thought it was a black shirt with uh, neon yellow sleeves with the yeah. one and one sponsor but no it's got this pattern in that again, even if you saw a pattern, you could just mistake it for being maybe camouflage. But the picture that I've sent you and I'll put out, you can clearly see it is players celebrating goals. Yeah. And I like yeah. that. The, the attention to detail to put that in is, and it makes me realize how good, like, and why shirt collectors go for certain shirts rather than others. Yeah. Yeah, and then also, I mean, it's like getting your getting your like head into the perspective of the like designers. So like thinking, oh, you know, like what would make what would make that you know? Because we as consumers, you know, we I think it's quite easy to forget that like these ideas like come from a, a person, and yeah. like there is probably a person that that thought I know what I I know what will make this shirt better is if we you know have within the pattern you know, fans celebrating or whatever. Um, so I think, I mean, I think that's, again, I, I've seen loads of pictures of this shirt because um, it's quite often on sale at the, you know, the like exchange market and, um, you know, the Gumtree style app on in Germany. There's always loads of people selling this and you wouldn't know that it was, it had this level of detail. You just think it's a black shirt. If you see one in a large, <laughs> yeah, let me know. I will. So, um, there, and again, just like that, there was a couple of shirts that I weren't so blown away with, mm. you know, and um, I mean, I can't think off the top of my head, but yeah, I just thought there was yeah some that I was like, well, okay, cool. But, you know, also meh. Yeah. I tell you the ones like uh, that maybe have a bit more gravitas because of who wore them rather than what they were like the um, what's his name? The little Mexican goalkeeper Campos. Mm. he had a yeah there were two shirts of his there that were wacky crazy designs but i had to think like they just they looked cheap they looked kind of nasty 
Yeah. Didn't really bowl me over. But uh, if you didn't get to see the museum and you felt like my description of it really got you in the taste for it, um, I did pick up the official program, which is also available to buy on the Classic Football Shirts website. It's a fiver. And uh, it's well worth it because there's a little bit of description in there which helped me realize some of the kind of like the differences nuances of the shirt nice and there is um one other thing that they had going on right there and then which i haven't actually shared pictures of you yet with you yet um during all that going on there was um well i know her as at the football gal okay at t-h-e-f-o-o-t B-A-L-L-G-A-L. And similar to what Jake from Arts on Shirts does, he paints on his shirts. She embroiders football shirts. Yes. And she had her collection there. And my word, they, the, in, again, I'm probably using the word intricate and intricacy a lot, but the amount of effort that goes into those shirts that she did was absolutely phenomenal. And I'm just going to share some of the pictures I took with you now. And I'll share these with everybody um, on social media as well to have a look at. But, you know, like the England shirt, the most recent England shirt, she uh, put roses around the badge because obviously England, rose. Yeah. Um, There's one that was, um, well, the uh, Austrian away shirt from, I think, last year. It's black and it had... um, kind of turquoisey pattern on it and mm. again just kind of perfectly in the right place she embroidered little flowers yeah which actually you know f- go with the same color scheme of the australian austrian badge yeah and i just i thought it looked beautiful very very cool yeah that's that's very cool the england one is just that's that's really nice yeah with the roses yeah so yeah shout out to her um loving the work that she does and i can't wait to see more of it absolutely are we are we following her um if we weren't we are now excellent um i just want to quickly go back uh to something else i did see and i don't know if i've shared this one with you yet but i did talk about it it's the uh monaco thierry Henry shirt yeah this uh, have Talk I sent to me it to about you? This one. You have sent it to me. Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've done it again because I didn't realise it. What the hell is going on? Yeah, this is an eyesore for me. It, it took me almost. It took me a little bit of time to. I needed like three looks at this to realise there's something not quite right here. There's something not quite right here. Couldn't quite put my finger on it. I and tell now, you. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I tell you what. So, as soon as I saw it. It wasn't a triple look. It's like in real life, you saw it and you went, no, no. But, and then it's like, I mean, you could put it, you could kind of put it on a par with when David Beckham had his name spelt wrong when he was playing early doors for Manchester United. I think they missed yeah. the C off his name. It was like B K H A M, or maybe it was B C K A M. Who knows? It doesn't really matter. And I guess Thierry Henry wasn't at his pomp when playing for Monaco. So mm. you can kind of, it's goddamn Thierry Henry. Yeah. You don't put the numbers like that unless they thought he was going to be number one. 
and yeah. then added the two onto the side. So for the benefit of the listeners, it says Henri on the back of the Monaco shirt. And normally the one and the two are equally aligned and perfectly in the middle of the shirt. However, the one is so far over to the right it's almost yeah. in the center, which means the two is completely off kilter and therefore making it look like it says on read one, two. Yeah. So you see what's happened here. So this is, uh, it, it's, it, this has got to be some sort of stupid UEFA rule, hasn't it? Ah, oh, yeah. I'm going to ruin my phone. Yeah, you're right. Oh shit. Sorry. No, 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 no you're right. You go, 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 go. No, 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 no. It isn't. No, <laughs> you've, you've ruined it in the sense that you're right. And I didn't yeah. think of that, but you are, you've hit the nail on the head probably well you you explain what it probably is i'm guessing what's happening here is that uefa because this was worn in a champions league game so i'm guessing what's happened here is uefa have for some unknown reason said that numbers cannot overlap with a change in color on the shirt and if the one was a bit over then it would have crossed over where the red and the white on the monaco shirt meets why that's a thing i don't know that's completely I'm guessing it's, it's ridiculous. It makes no sense, but it makes perfect sense now. Yeah. But it's, ugh, it's just stupid, isn't it? It is. Um, and then there's one shirt that really blew me away. And again, I talked about, I said this one shirt that blew me away, that I didn't expect to, I didn't know about, which hmm. is the um, another Mexican shirt that I saw. And I spent a bit of time talking about it. It's Caja popular mexicana and if you have a look in your pictures it's the one with the multicolored mosaic pattern and yes. black sleeves now start off with there's a hell of a lot of sponsors on this shirt which i cannot get behind at all yeah even look at the badge it looks like a um what's that thing when you go on uh windows you're on your computer and you need a really cheap image of a football badge Ah, yes, like clip art. Clip art, that's it. It's a clip art badge of a football with fire coming off it. And, oh, and a, a grasshopper. A locust. <laughs> yeah, a grasshopper. <laughs> no, I'd say more of a locust. But um, <laughs> pattern-wise, one might describe it a bit Minecrafty, which is literally what I've just thought of because I guess it yeah. does look similar to that. But I think it's beautiful. The the colours, mm. the, 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 the detail of the pattern as i've said on the little explanation of it was beautiful it's um and it's all meant to be it's all kind of designed to replicate some kind of pattern from history yeah i think lose all of the sponsors and this is like a 10 out of 10 but it's got you, you, the, your your sponsor on the shoulders or on the collarbone or what you know on the traps um you've got one sort of down the side but horizontal like vertical then you've got like four four in the middle who knows what's on the back yeah who <laughs> knows probably, what's on the back. there's probably one at the at the top of the back like the new uh, like the um Wrexham shirt there's probably one at the bottom of the back yeah i didn't want to touch there's it a... and pick it up but i wanted to touch it and pick it up and be like what the hell is on the back were you allowed to, when you were there, were you allowed to like pick up the shirts and like twist them around and have them? I don't know. Or? I mean, they were on coat hangers. I was too scared to pick them up, especially because, mm. like, you know, the first one I saw was that Maradona shirt. I'm like, that must be yeah. worth so much money. I'm not mm. going anywhere near that. All right. 
Um, okay, well, we've got um, plenty more to talk about, but our time has run out. We are going to try and get another bit in. I've got some more stuff to talk about, and me and Mark will do a rating There's loads game. more. There's loads more to talk about from 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 the exhibition and from other other bits that we've seen. But our time has come. So, Mark, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate you've been busy this week. Um, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everyone, Richard. It's been a pleasure as always. And... All right. We're going to share some photos and we will get more content to you next week. We will decide when and we will see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.